What up? Wait for Terrence to join in. He's running a little late. Oh. What's up, everyone? Man, this light is bright. I'm blinding myself. Wait for Terrence to join in. Jeff, Callie. What up, Brandon? Equip go shout out. Bradford White. <laughs> Yo, Cam. How's it going, man? All-star. You still owe me six beers. You you confirm for AHR? We going to AHR? <laughs> Zaddy. Oh, what up, Jason? Oh, we got a Sparky in here. Josh, probably the coolest Sparky online. Coochie gang. Terrence is running a little late. He was doing some mini splits today, so he's going to be uh, Jeff. What up? Uh, he's going to be Jeff. Do I got your sticker up here? I think I do. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, the Atlanta sticker. Oh, yeah. Oh, True Craft. What's up, guys? I know you owe me that sixer. We'll just we'll just make sure it's at one of the parties that all the beers are inclusive, right? Right, All Star. All right, man. Where is? There he is. There's Terrence. We'll get. What's up, Flynn? What up? Running a little late there, eh, bud? Yeah, surfing around today, doing uh, some uh, some mini splits. We're trying them out for our business now, so working out well. Yeah, working very well actually. Finished in like a day and a bit, so it's pretty damn fast, and it's cooling like a mother ever. It's not bad. Uh, I'm thinking about putting some in myself over here. Um, for one job because they might not want to put a furnace in for an Airbnb, an old pool. Yeah, well, let's talk some shit, Michael. That he doesn't want us doing small talk anymore. Oh, let's talk some <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> okay, today's today's strictly talking shit. Thank you everybody for joining us today. We are talking about customer expectations. So Adam and I were talking about that earlier. Uh, yeah. What are we talking about for customer expectations, Mr. We, Gordon John? Uh, Gordon John. John Gordon. Uh, Mr. Three First Names. Uh, well, we were talking, we were kind of poking around just on um, the exclusions on your quotes and stuff and how you have to, uh, I have to make sure that your quotes are, are up there because the customer is going to expect so much from you uh, at the end of a project, right? Yeah. If it's 100%. not done. And then they can hold you a lot uh, liable if you don't if you don't put those in. Yeah, right. The the exclusions are are super important, and you, and I've learned the hard way myself. I don't know about you. Have you learned the hard way of that too? Oh, 100 percent. Every process we create is because of an issue that we've crossed on ourselves. Yeah. So oh. so, so where our conversation, uh, that's it. Our says, for where our conversation starts is that, you know, I talk about processes a lot. But processes actually have to do with customer experience yeah. and customer expectations as well. Because when you work for a customer, what we talk about to everybody is that 
they have their own expectations and their expectations are things that you might not even know what they are. Yeah. So if you were to do a work and you just promised that you can just do A to A to Z because that's what they took it as just cause you said, let's just put in this hot water tank. They'll just think he's going to put in this hot water tank. Everything that has to do around this hot water tank is going to be a hot water tank issue. Yeah. Right. So the thing that people forget is that you can't just have that because now that's what they think. Yeah. Right. Maybe what you're talking about for a hot water tank was that you were just going to replace just the hot water tank and uh, a tea that goes on top with two couplings, let's say. You yeah. were going to add an expansion tank or whatever it was. So, you know, that's what a lot of issues happen when we talk about customer expectations because your expectations was just to probably put two couplings and call it a day. Yeah. And well, their expectation was the world. Well, it's kind of like the issue that I've kind of run into recently with this uh, tank list that I put in, right? Like the customer's expectation is for them to have hot water, right? Yeah. And then, you know, they had lead pipe, service pipe coming in. They got that changed out. And then now they're having an issue where it's not firing on a faucet. And it's because the GPM is just not up there and they have a low flow faucet and they need to change their faucet up. They think it's the unit that's the issue. They think it's our work and it's our problem, but really it's their problem. Yeah. It's their faucet that's not operating properly or it doesn't have enough flow to it. So, and, and now we're stuck in a situation where who's, who's, who's going to fix it, right? Yeah, and who, who's going to pay for it and should it be a free thing or not a free thing or whatever it may be because they just always have expectations and you know, part of our conversation is to say, what do we do on our end so that we leave it in their court when we talk about soccer as well and tell my guys all the time that they're actually the ones making the decision, but you're the one listing that here are the things that you are going to cover. Yes. Right? Yeah. So if anything goes wrong, you know, it was on their end. Yeah. It wouldn't be on yours. Yeah. Now for your quotes, for your quotes, for your business, are your exclusions different for every job or is it kind of a vast thing or like how do you lay yourself out? To it's cover your it's kind of generalized now. So then because we don't, it would be generalized into the categories of itself. So if we're doing plumbing, um, there's not much to do with the plumbing in other than like small things. Like uh, if we name stuff, let's say a faucet, right? Yeah. If we're installing a faucet, there's uh, certain rules that we have to follow. Uh, process would be, we have to find out from the call what kind of faucet it is. Is it a, is it a, is it a four inch center? Is it a three P? Yeah. Is it a, is it a center hole? There's so many of those things that we have to figure out first. Yeah. And, and through that process, we are able to find out. Sorry, <laughs> I lost myself. <laughs> It's tiring, man. No, it's, it's a tiring day. Um, but then, the, so I, I get it, I get it. So we, we gave the process to let them know what the faucet is to find out all that stuff. Because if we don't find those things out, they come back and have the different costs for all of that. So, so we're able to put a flat, flat rate price on it now. Yeah. So that, that we are able to make sure that this is what we cover on our end. We list all those things down. So that's a yeah. process that we talked about that we have to list those things down all the time, or it ends up being that they might think that you're doing a faucet, but that, that one price you gave them would have covered all the different kinds of faucets because all the faucets are all different prices. Oh yeah. 
especially if you have a three-piece faucet, you're paying yeah. exorbitant amounts of money for that, and then they think that's a two hundred and seventy dollars install, right? Yeah. Oh, of course. It's uh, yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough to figure out what the exclusions are. Like what I've been doing myself is I've been doing basically if uh if um if it's anything outside what's listed in the quote then it you uh, like second trip or a third trip or if it's something that's ex extra um they they they're subject to go to our service pricing and and then they have to pay our service pricing because obviously sometimes on the bigger projects you know they're not paying that full service rate because of where yeah in a little bit cheaper because we know what, what the job is. Yeah. But then if I have to come back for a second or third visit, because there's something that's outside the scope that they want me to do, it's not going to be on the same job. It's going to be under, you know, my service rate. Yeah. Uh, so that's really the only thing I've put in there. And I've kind of made mine a little bit more extensive. You know what I mean? If there's problems in your piping that are, that uh, affect me be, being able to do my job, it's not included. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Tail light. Warranty looks good from his house. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the thing for expectations as well, right? Like it, it goes in such a big circle because we're not only talking about the price of things, what they expect, but the after effects of the work that you've done. Yeah. So like, if we're talking about warranty, which is what they're talking about, is a great thing. Yeah. You know, for you, if you knew there's no such thing as an industry standard, yeah. right? If, the, if you don't write it down, they're gonna assume you're in an industry standard, which is stated by somebody else online. Yeah. So if you have a warranty of you actually covering a year with parts and labor, then you yeah. actually have to write it for yourself. That's that's what you warranty. Yeah. Because if you don't, they fuck anybody that you do work for assumes that you have their fucking work for the next ten years. Do you do you write down that you have a, a one year warranty, or do you not write? You we write do. down one. We year write warranty. it down. And then, you know, another process we do customer expectations again, is just that if they provide their own uh, fixtures or faucets yeah. or whatever it is, our warranty is void. Yeah. We don't warranty anything. Yeah. Like we'll warranty the workmanship to make sure that it's not our work that causes it to yeah. leak. But if it's like a faucet, that's the problem or anything else that was the problem because they brought it back and they forgot parts we're still charging on top of that and we still don't get warranty just for that faucet install. I like that one. Uh, let me pin that comment. Uh, do you show pictures of your previous installs to customers? Do you? Uh, I do. I do. do you? I think I mean, it's a great selling point. Um, if you have previous installs, now that I think about it, the best part is that we just finished our installs for doing ProWest and the training for the Nadia Center, right? So yeah. for me, my new sell point would be, hey, this is a thing that we're doing that we're actually the professionals of it. And we were able to get the opportunity to actually build their training labs to train other people because our projects were good enough to be put on as a showcase. So for Jeff, yeah. I think that'd be amazing, right? Like for each fact, Jeff, yeah, his work, but Jeff yeah. Dams, your fucking rooms were fucking nutty, right? When you, yeah. when you did all the lighting and the checkerboard, all that together, if you actually were to show a customer that and say that you build training rooms as well, I'm sure that's one of your biggest things that's been helping him, you know, bring sales up. to his business. Same thing with yeah. Flint, right? Yeah. You know, that shit's no joke sometimes. You know, if we have another topic, it's about fucking Instagram and like, or things that we do to document our work and how that can actually be a self. Oh, you cut out there, bro. 
for a minute. You you cut out there for a minute on me, I guess. But I I mean, what you know, I don't know if a lot of people know, but we're a G like who I work for, what the company that I run. Um, it, we're a GC as well. We have a construction side, and we do yeah. a lot of the Home Depots across Canada. So, like our portfolio online is a lot of waterproofing, and our projects start to finish, right? Yeah. So we we promote that stuff to show like this is the quality of work that we do. So it's it's important that the customer see that. And I believe a lot of our work comes from our website because our website is so professionally done. And a lot of people yeah. actually say, I looked at the competition and I looked at your website, and you guys look much more professional than anybody else because of just what they see first impression from the website, right? So our sales guys always show mine and Flynn's work. I don't know if it's you glitching out or me glitching out. Somebody let us know who's glitching out because if it's me, I'm going yeah. to uh, change it <laughs> IG or something. No. Yeah, Flynn. Yeah, Jeff, he's saying it helps a lot. It, it really does, I'm sure. I'm sure people look at the stuff that you guys do and go, how much is that? <laughs> like, they probably ask right away how much it is. Well, that's the thing about, you know, that one thing again, you know, customer expectations and how you portray yourself. Like you look at that picture, you show your, the customer that picture and they think that that cost is going to be like a crazy, crazy amount of cost because you're doing all that extra work. But honestly, what they really don't know is that that's not the extra work. That's the work that another company would have tried to rip you off with. Yeah. To, to you to pay, actually pay that much and for us to actually take that same amount but do better yeah no of course Those are the companies that you know they don't their expectations are they don't think that that's going to happen they just think that they're paying yeah. more and it's going to be more expensive to get all that done when it's supposed to be included in the first place and you could have been the same cost like sometimes when i talk to people who had like <coughs> their work you see like mechanical yeah. rooms or any plumbing it's terrible because the customers at the same time you know, when we're talking about high expectations, we're also talking about low expectations, yeah. right? Because they don't even know how bad it's bad. Yeah. And they would, and sometimes when you find out that money that they've paid, you're like, holy shit. I, I could have made that, I could have made that much for doing such work. Like I could have done like 10 times better and, and still made just as much as just what I think. Dude. Dude, to install a toilet, there's rotor rooter here, charges $1,000 per toilet. And they get sales where they sell all four toilets in the house, like four grand to install four toilets. And I'm like, how much money did you make to install four toilets? Yeah, like, nuts. what? Like, it's insane. Flint, Flint they, should, should, they got rooms, no chop and swaps. You know what they should do? Flynn and Jeff should make a... Uh... Uh, kind of their HGTV series. I watched the shit out of that. You know, oh, I would they'll too. Go in, they'll go into a house, and then now the customer is actually expecting a fucking rocket ship coming in, right? So then they're like, <laughs> "We're gonna, we're gonna build this. We're gonna talk about how much of this that we're gonna change for the venting and uh, all the all the duct work so that we get the best airflow." And they talk about we're gonna add AC over here, and they have <laughs> the whole show about them just decking out fucking <laughs> mechanical room. I I could see it being Jet uh, or Flynn seeing something that's an eighth of an inch off and him being like like fascinating on it and having to fix it a million times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the deal. Hey, maybe we'll just make it ourselves. I'll be pretty good about it. We'll follow yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh man, that's Enough a good idea. Special. We'll put it. We'll put it in the drawing board. I'm putting it right now. Yo, it's yo, it's pimp my ride. Yeah, pimp my mechanical room with Jeff and Flynn. <laughs>
I know you do that, but I know you do that, Mike. Oh, I'd be man. I'd be really excited of where we like get the halftime where they just sit there on the chair and they're just making that interview. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, well, you know, when Jeff said he wanted to do that, I said, well, let's add some fucking lights. <laughs> that 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 would be that would be Jeff. That would be Jeff. And Flynn's the one that's kind of going crazy and making like some of the craziest stuff. Oh man. All right. Right. That was the side. That was the side part of this whole conversation. But back to the main side that way I want to talk about. Um, another reason that we went to customer expectations was not just because of just our expectations alone, but yeah. for what we have as contractors to give them what they should expect sometimes as well, right? Yeah. Uh, but not to the point where it goes overboard, which is why the question that I want to talk about is fantastic, off the top, great ass work versus good enough yeah good enough from my house yes yeah and (laughs) and i think you know there's that stigma around good enough that people think it's actually so bad sometimes that you have to go over to the next level yeah like does it leak the the, the plumbers that i i that i meet they're like they're like wow i'm like that wow that looks like shit they're like but it doesn't leak though i hate that it drives me nuts like take some pride in your work i want i want I want the, I want the customer to look at my plumbing and be like, wow, that's really nice. And they don't know anything, but a next plumber come in and look at it 10 years from now and be like, well, that guy knows what he's doing. I want, I want a customer to be able to go in and, into a room of the plumbing that I do and be like, wow, that's really nice. And they know nothing about plumbing. Yeah. But you, then you have a plumber that comes and reveals the wall or does something at 10 15 years later and goes wow that guy really knows what he's doing yeah you know what i mean i know like, i know i know you do that and that's what we're talking about as well like i don't want to hate on good enough sometimes as well because what yeah. i want to bring up in was about where do we as a trade stop and say what do you mean what's good enough and what's to the point of great work right because yeah. just just that there's good enough doesn't mean it's actually bad sometimes you know, there's a lot yeah. of growth from other businesses that get really big. And a lot of people get clouded from the fact that certain work where it has a lower quality, that the guy's not passionate about it. But yeah. it's just like, what is lower quality to you for your own standard as well? Because for us, you know, every time I hold it over something as a judgmental thing or not, is that I have to think about where it actually made sense. Just because yeah. I would do something that would be like plumb the shit out of everything and have it yeah. every corner. It's also, was that necessary? And if somebody didn't do it, was he any less? Yeah. Right. And, and I, I think that's, that's the thing about everybody's mind lately. It's about always thinking that it has to be the most perfect or it's going to be, or it's not going to be the best. Yeah. And I'm not saying you can't get the better version of yourself all the time, but for some people there is just good enough that they don't have to go over past that level because they're actually not you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Where, where does yeah. it get to be acceptable and not acceptable? And where do people have to find out that you also can't give so much shit? Because I think, there's, you know, there's a lot of like keyboard warriors out there, right? But it's yeah. also because maybe they are so good, but they always put themselves on such a high pedestal that they think they have to look down on everybody, but they don't understand the business aspect, Yeah. right? I can silicone like a god, let's just say, and some, yeah. or I silicone like shit, and you silicone like a god, let's say, yeah. right? But I can do at least up to a decent work where you're like, you know, it's not going to leak. It looks okay. Kind of sloppy, but customer is happy with it. Right. Yeah. 
And that's another side that we're talking about customer expectations because now, just because you're the god of it, it doesn't mean the customer in their eyes knew how good you were as a, you know, a silicone guy or caulker, right? But for me, I could have just done just a bare minimum in my past and they'd be still be happy with it and still pay me just as much. Right? Yeah, because it's 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 better than what they and, could and have done. And I think online mean? where it comes in is that that's where people also have to know was, I really want to know, it's not about how bad this person is, is was the customer happy? Yeah. I think, yeah. see, that's and, a really other big thing about customer expectations, right? When we're doing this kind of work, we have to understand is, it's not about pleasing the internet. It's not about pleasing the masses that's on Instagram right now. It's about, was your customer happy with what you've done? Yep. And can you get over yourself for him him or her being happy or not? Like, could you get over yourself yeah. doing that kind of work? If you knew better. And, and Flynn said it, you get paid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. No, I get that 100%. Like sometimes it's just not in the budget to be able to go gung-ho for a customer and that's okay. You know yeah. what I mean? You don't got to take the extra two hours to do something because you want to do it. You know yeah. what I mean? You, you got to make your customer happy. It doesn't make happen. you any less. And I think there's a lot of hate on that. People thinking it's any less. I'm not trying to make an excuse for myself because I put, yeah. you know, I have a high pedestal as well, but I just think that people need to have more empathy towards that side that, you know, it's not your decision to say if it's fantastic or not at certain yeah. points, right? Yeah. And that, and that's, that's a downfall on social media too. You know what I mean? Cause you post stuff up and then someone, some haters on there like saying, why wouldn't you do it this way? Why wouldn't you do it that way? Customers paying for it at the end of the day. Yeah. Right. So it customer was happy. They didn't know for better. their expectation was they were taken care of. And that's what we're talking yeah. about expectations all the time. Because if you take care of your customers, honestly, anybody online can begin as, as angry as they want, but motherfucker, you're not paying me. Yeah. Or you're not paying me to judge me. So why the hell do I care if I did it right or wrong or whatever it is, you know, as as a different, you know, chat will be like, customers happy. I got it done. Like, she's really happy. We got paid. So yeah, you know, there's, there's that, that we want to talk about as well, because it happens a long time. (laughs) It really does. But I mean, Everything's about reviews these days too, right? Like yeah. as long as you're getting that five star, it doesn't really matter. But your reputation, like Flynn said it already too, your work is your signature. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if, if your work, it looks like shit and your work mm. and you're not there and you're not making your customer happy, then where's your business going to go? A lot of yeah. my work is word of mouth. I haven't marketed one for any of my work. And I know uh, Chris just came in. Uh, PS Plumber, he's like, I don't market either. I remember him saying, like, word of mouth. It's taken a long time to to get to that point, but like now, it's like, I don't need to market. People know my my work. They know I do good work, and that's it. We we haven't either. But then, when you're in such a tough market where there's more light that needs to be seen all the time, and you have a growth of up to a certain point, I think it's yeah. a known fact for any company that they have to dump that money into marketing and in 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 the end afterwards, because no matter what, if you don't do marketing yourself, and I'm talking about regular stuff that actually needs to be done, right? Yeah. Like SEOs, put your website up uh, to get paper, paper click and all that kind of stuff. You're, it's actually needed if you're going to go more strictly to the service side, because no matter how good your word of mouth is, it won't keep you busy forever, especially if you're a growing company that also wants to fire its clients. Yeah. Right. Sometimes people get comfortable in working for that. 
so that they don't they don't think they need more work because their word of mouth is good, but they actually have to put up with shit sometimes, right? Yeah. For you to market and get new leads, sometimes you have more choices of what you want to do and what you can choose to do yourself. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. But just like Bill Murray said in Ghostbusters, I have more than two grades of laundry, not just clean and dirty. That's deep. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I had we we had a little like we had we had a little green before we came back, and I was just driving stoned. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm so when we're, we're talking about the faucets earlier, man, I was like, I was lost in thought. Were you? <laughs> you're just like, faucets, you know, four, uh, four inch spread, eight inch spread. Uh, yeah, I'm an idiot. <laughs> you're like, you're like, I lost it. I don't know what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. That only happens when I'm stoned, right? So anyway, <laughs> I recovered from it, but uh, that, that's how deep that we were getting into. And, you know, to end it off, like we'll probably go on a little bit today, but to end off that topic alone for expert, customer expectations, we really just touch on the fact of like, you know, reviewing it, talking about good work versus better work and best work and like what are expectations from customers themselves and what it really means for your own expectations. And just yeah. talking about, um, you know, procedures as part of how customers' expectations are, right? Yeah. Which I actually want to bring back something that's really, I've, I've heard more, you know, I won't go back to this before. We kind of close it off. Yeah. You know, we, we've had those people or a lot of plumbers and every time to tell me that's always like, you know, something happened here. Now the customer's unhappy and they want this, they want that. Um, I told him before that it was going to turn out like this, but then he didn't believe me and now it happens. Now he's trying to get back at me yeah. and they're going to give me a bad review or they're going to sue me or they're going to do whatever it is. You know, people always have that and they complain about such things. Yeah. Um, I, I call it complaint because what I'm saying, what I would say is that if you, you can never use words verbally, this is where customer expectations really comes in. Customer yeah. expectation is they're always going to try to be right unless they're pro until they're proven wrong. So yeah. one of the biggest things that I wanted to talk to actually, thank God I remember, I didn't have enough time to write the script today. Sometimes you have to <laughs> remember, right? But uh, what, what's really important about that is that you, you never gave them the, they never wrote down with black and white. They always go through the fact that I spoke to you, Adam. Yeah. I said that I was going to give you a million dollars, but <laughs> Hey, guess what? I'm the customer. We just spoke about it. We didn't write it down. There was no proof. Yeah. I didn't have to find anything. And that's where we're talking about to control customer expectations as well to I was trying to say to always keep the ball in your own court. You never yeah. pass off that ball to that customer because when, as soon as they take the ball, they're the one trying to attack you to get back at yeah. you for something that you didn't have. So if your defense is good enough where you actually have all these things written down, you'd escape a lot of those problems where they say you didn't tell me because yeah. the worst part about doing a certain job was again, back to the hot water tank, right? If you were just, Changing the two things, you weren't going to change the expansion tank. They'll be like, why didn't you change it up? And then you'll be like, well, I, we said verbally that I wasn't going to do it. And then they'll turn around and say, well, I thought you were going to do it. You said you yeah. were. So then who's right? Right? I, the customer. The customer is always going to be right. Unless yeah. it's in writing. Unless, unless it's in writing. writing. Yeah. And that's where it goes back to customers' expectations. A lot of people are complaining about it because they haven't set those expectations up for their customers. 
Yeah. They let the customer dictate what the expectations were. And then now they complain that the customer is wrong. Yeah, the yeah. customer is wrong. Maybe they're being a dick. Maybe they're the, being a C word, right? Yeah. Yeah. But guess what? You're fucked up. You didn't write yeah. it down. Yeah. Who the fuck's anybody going to trust if you didn't write it down and didn't sign the piece of paper? So I, I have a perfect example and I forgot about this. and I just dealt with it and it made me so frustrated this week. Um, I had a, one of my one of my guys go over it was like uh someone at my work's family friend they had a noisy check valve on their sump pump and they wanted it fixed it was really really loud and they just wanted it fixed so we went over there and my tech went downstairs the husband showed him to the pit and uh he goes is there any water down here because i really want to test it to make sure this is the one and the guy says no there's no water down here so he he went outside picked up a few five gallon pails couldn't get the pump to go and he was like i'm just or couldn't get the water to pump out so we can hear it slam so we just because he said this is it he just changed that check valve out for a silent check right yeah and then he did a little wandering downstairs and found that there's a bathroom downstairs and he was like oh so then he opens the bathroom faucet and then here's a sewage pit go off and here's a, a check that's super loud in the other uh, in the other room so he goes in the mechanical room and sees oh here's the one that's making all the noise they didn't really understand he explained that to the customer and said listen this is the one that is i'm going to change this one out as well well he changed that one out and the other one they came back said they wanted uh, they don't think it's fair that they had to pay for both some pump or, or both check valves because that wasn't the one that was the problem and he put in the wrong one and so i, I was like i swallowed my pride i was like he showed us this one this and that and i said that's okay. I'll take the price of the check valve off. So I took the price of the check valve off 35 bucks or whatever. I was like, whatever. They came back and said, no, I don't think we should pay for the labor for it either. And I'm like, I just had to swallow it and go, that's okay. Um, I'll waive that as well. An extra hundred dollar for the, for that. And, uh, I'm out 135 bucks, which is nothing, but now I know not to go back to that customer. Because they're yeah. just looking to take advantage. You know what I mean? Like, they but then, but then did, you, did, did you tell them that it wasn't that one, though? <laughs> I did. But I said it. We didn't write it down. We yeah. didn't anything. That's, that's, that's where I bit myself in the ass, right? That, if see, I would have had it in writing, it would have been there. We're not talking to people to put up those processes so that uh, you lose a customer, so that you know which customers are good or not, so that you kind of don't have to deal with that ever again. Yeah. Because once a customer fucks you over once, man, yeah. you know they're going to try it a fucking second time. Oh, I And you know that you're not going to want to work with them. As much as, like, you know, as a business owner and all that, you know, you have to be courteous to all that. But it's just, like, honestly, you get fucked over once and you're trying to be a nice person and they fuck you over, it's fine. Just take whatever the hell you want. Yeah. And I'm just going to go on my way and I'll take the L. Right? That, that's really the way. But sometimes before you do that, that's where you have to really look back on, did you write it down? Because maybe what could have happened was, but, but ultimately there's also accountability on that for expectations as well, right? You have to be accountable for certain actions. So let's say they showed you that, pump, yeah. but, or that check valve, but, but it was, they didn't know any better. Yeah. It's what I tell my guys sometimes too, yeah. right? Like I tell my guys, it's just that, hey, they didn't know any better. It doesn't mean you should have trusted them. Like you yeah. went in there as a professional and if you're the one who missed out on that, technically it's true. You're the one who changed it out for no reason, unless you told them that this may be the one, but yeah. if it wasn't the one, they still have to pay for the next one. If you wrote that down, 
that would have been yeah. a completely different story because they're the only one showing you that one saying that they think that's the problem. Right. Well, the thing is, and the, and the other side of things, let's say, let's say he found the one, the sewage pit downstairs and he just was like, no, you're right. you're like, <laughs> I love it. Um, he, uh, let's say he found the one downstairs and instead of being a good person and changing it out, uh, he just was like, took a blind eye to it. I changed the check valve. They showed me this one. And then all of a sudden, two weeks later, they're gone. I still have the loud noise. Can you, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's two other options. Yeah. And my guys are going to take that extra step. And sometimes it bites in the ass. So you yeah. got to find out ways to cover your ass. Yeah. Right? And I always tell my guys, photos, 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 write everything down, get customers to sign, sign paperwork, make sure everything's good because I, I, every customer is going to try, not every customer, that's wrong, but there are going to be customers out there that are going to try and get a deal. And, and they're that, always going to try and get a deal. Let's talk about this topic because this topic is all about, you can actually control customer expectations. Yes. Which is yeah. why people like, they never understand that you're in control of that expectation. Don't be the one complaining if you didn't control that scenario. And controlling yeah. that scenario goes back to keeping that ball in your court. Never, like for me, I tell my guys, you know, the the uh, metaphor to that is just like you play a soccer game. Like you literally just don't want to pass them the damn ball. Because yeah. once you fucking flip up, that's when they fucking try to shoot something back at you. Yeah. Every conversation is like that. And you'll always screw up if you never write anything down. Like our, yeah. our motto now, black and white, I say it all the time. It's literally black and white is the motto. If it's not put down, you're wrong. Dude, I went on chat GPT and, did, and typed in, give me exclusions to, for installing a water softener. And it literally broke it down. And I read through it. And I was like, this is perfect. Copy and paste it through it on my quote. Like, it was so perfect. I love that thing. It's because chat those GPT. are exclusions, man. What? Jeez. Because there are exclusions. Even chat. The thing is, even chat GPT knows that there's exclusions, right? Yeah. And yeah. that's what we're talking about. Again, exp customer expectations, man. Some customers don't know and they just expect. If chat GPT knows, maybe you should ask chat GPT what you should look for first. Yeah. I'm going to ask them how to get rich. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> hey, it might tell you. Yeah. It might tell you to go get a sugar daddy. That'll be the easiest way. I, I, I got one, isn't it? Michael Flynn. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for us to all be in BC together one day. Oh, it's gonna happen. We're I setting up. Twenty second. Got. I got a couple more days to procrastinate. <laughs> <laughs> more days to procrastinate. I uh, I just realized I'm taking on a Home Depot at York Hill Mall uh, August 14th, and I'm supposed to be in BC from August 16th to August 23rd. Yeah. So I'm like. It's like, uh, that's, that's not bad. It'll be a good time. Yeah, no, it will. I'm excited for that wedding and go to BC. So, um, but yeah, that's that's uh, hey, that's our chat for today about customer expectations. Uh, I guess I still got some time today, so yeah. Anybody else have anything? Well, just anybody... hang a little bit. If you guys got any questions, if anybody wants to come on live, yeah, if you want to come on live for like 15 minutes or 30, yeah. minutes, let us know. Uh, request from hangout so we're practicing because we're practically done our end about customer expectations but what are we going to talk about next time next time i don't know does anybody have any suggestions for what we got to talk about i mean i know I, we want to get some manufacturers in yeah i had yeah. one i had one 
Oh, and I know no, no. a lot of people have seen uh, what are they called Central Therm. Sorry. Central oh yeah. Central oh, Therm. They just had they just had their registration or the opening for that that event that they do in Miami, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, the reservation to reserve on it. I don't know how you're going to get it or not yet. They're very secretive, just like their last Squid Games. Uh, There's special guests in there. This is not sponsored content, but they're great people, so we're talking about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Talk, actually, it was really interesting because we're given the idea to talk about industry events and how those are changing throughout the industry. Yeah. Like how the people do their business how do how do they conduct their business nowadays based on certain events that happen and how that helps them create long-term relationships or just new relationships and you know uh meeting more new people within kind of like a trade show setting as well right when we're talking about industry yeah. uh, events so we want to talk about that and you know also the ones that adam and i have been on and what they've been about and what we're actually working during those because i think a lot of people miss you know, have the misinterpretation that industry events are just all about fun sometimes, but they don't know that there's certain, certain oh. things that grow there. There's great ideas that happen and a lot of relationship that happens. I think it'll be like something small that we're going to cover, um, but then ultimately we're probably going to cover one more thing on that same day because I think, you know, industry events kind of ties into everything that we talked about before for our first one, you know, about trade shows. But well, a little I'm, bit more I different. Mean, industry but, I mean, industry events, people need to understand these brands are paying for these people to go out there for these events and they need to get the best out of it. They need to, the value of flying someone out, putting them in a hotel room and, and doing all that, it needs to have value. So the training has to be there. So they packed on fun, but like yeah. a hell of a lot of training and a hell of a lot of brand awareness all into one. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So they don't understand. Like it's, it's it's tiring it's not it's not the funnest thing all yeah, the time it, it definitely is and i think like but the other ones that are just for fun sometimes are also a lot of different things that happen where you know they bring they have their plans you know people yeah. have to understand industry events people have their plans they don't just bring people out for no reason yeah no of course so, so uh, that, that's where we're gonna royal get deeper flush, into. royal flush stuff i said uh, uh worst brands <laughs> i don't know <laughs> What? Central Therm or? No, he's worst brand. Like, uh, like have, a, have a week that we're talking about the worst brands out there. But I mean, I, I can we really talk about the worst brands? I mean, there there's bad brands. I mean, we're talking brands. shit, but we're yeah. not actually talking shit at people. We're talking shit yeah. to each other. Yeah. We're not going to go through the process of what I think is good and what I think is bad. Because a lot of those are based on our own experiences, right? And, because, and it's our own opinions and everybody has their own opinions. Yeah. Some people could love Glacial Bay. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, gosh, I don't, you know, honestly, fuck Glacial Bay. That's what I would say if we're talking about yeah. yeah. But if somebody were to like it and they had no leaks on it, hey, man, all the power to them. Lots of love. Yeah, right? Boston, that, that's the Boston worst Plumbing. Part about friends, Boston right? Plumbing. Boston Plumbing loves Glacial Bay. That's hilarious. Yeah, you love it. <laughs> They're phenomenal. Honestly, yeah. they don't leak. I know it. Back to what we're talking about. Great or good enough? Yeah. Glacial Bay made it. Has a fucking cheap ass toilet. Sometimes fucking annoying to install. It's just super cheap, but does the damn job and people still want to buy it. Because why? Customer expectations. I wasn't expecting anything more. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I, when someone puts in the Glacier Bay, I know I'm going to be coming back in three months to unclog that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, fuck. Well, uh, yeah, so... thing, man. Americans got bigger shits. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh no, God. you're Canadian. Canadian have bigger shits. <laughs> Like, over here in Toronto, over here in Toronto, it's a lot different. Than you're you're kind of actually I was, deep, you're kind of actually deeper in that lower side, so you're actually I, in the American side. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I'm deeper than uh, mechanical hub is actually more north in the country than I am. <laughs> I'm as south as it comes. Minnesota is colder than Toronto. That's what I mean. He's technically Canadian. Yeah, yeah. But that's what we're going to talk about next time. Uh, Yo, HVAC so. Tactical, uh, uh, it was funny. I was at my daughter's uh, school event yesterday, and uh, I'm standing there, and I got a mechanical hub shirt on, and a guy had an HVAC Tactical t-shirt on across from me, and we just nodded at each other here in Canada. It was pretty funny. I didn't go up and say hi to him or anything. Dude, took his number, H- bro. <laughs> HVAC and plumbing, you know. <laughs> you mean like this? <laughs> But yeah, it's so, so indus- industry vets next time, and I don't know, but we'll think about something, make a poster about it. If you guys got any ideas other than worse brands, heat pump heaters, I don't think that's Adam's specialty, not even my specialty. Hey, We're not going to talk hey, about you, what we don't know the best. Hey, you know what's funny? You know what's funny, though? Did what? you know they make a heat pump uh, pool a pool heater? A what? A heat pump pool heater. Oh, that's pretty sweet. How long yeah, is it going to heat that? I don't know, but I saw it the other day uh, when I was in that Bradford White training, and I was like, "Damn, I want to get one of those." They're like eight grand though, because I don't have a heater on my pool. I'd be pretty cool to put in. It'd be a pretty cool video to do. All right? Yeah, it would be electrician yeah. versus plumbers. That's a good one. I mean, I'm honestly gonna say electricians don't clean. <laughs> they don't clean as good as a plumber, man. I'm gonna be. Dead. <coughs> sure. I don't know. They're, they're prima donnas, man. Sparkies are prima donnas, except for Josh. Josh from uh, Windsor, he's he's a good electrician. I can I, say that. I don't know how you want to touch tips with him, but that's your problem. <laughs> we we're, we like docking together. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, industry bets and uh, whatever else we can think about. If anybody has some ideas, put it down in the comments afterwards, or uh, still comment on the live. For people who miss the live, uh, we're, we're always going to post it. Adam's going to post it. Remember I'll collaborate with that because I apologize, but you can rewatch it. So maybe skip the part where I was talking about the faucets and skip back later uh, because I totally <laughs> lost my train of thought over there. That was terrible. So then I I'm going to tell Daryl next time the idea is not to celebrate too early because I celebrated definitely way too early because my buddy came I, by and we were just like seeing, like seeing it. It was like a great completed job. It was no hiccups. So we we're just like, you know, we had Toke. Um, anyway, back to that. So if you missed that, you can- Did you do it in a- Did you do it- Did you do it in a doll valve this time? No, no. That's a secret. <laughs> secret that I can talk about here. Um, yes. That doll valve was amazing. Dude, yeah. so we had- Here's the story about that doll valve for people who actually watch it uh, for these- For the whole 15 minutes or skip to the end is that we were at the office that one night and it was after work, right? Like about five, maybe maybe even before work ended, like four. And we had some, we had some, we had some weed. But then I look at Daryl and I'm just like, bro, I, I got, I got nothing. Like I literally I got, no got nothing. papers. I, I got, got no nothing. papers. I got, I got no, no papers. I got no herb. I got nothing. And then Daryl's like, 
well, I got some, I got some weed on me. And I'm like, well, we have to bust it up or find some way to smoke it. We're literally like crackheads. You know? <laughs> For those who don't know, we're totally legal weed over there. So I don't want to yeah. make any bad. Uh, and I'm, I'm the stoner every now and then. But anyways, uh, so we went to the, <laughs> yeah, exactly what we did. <laughs> so we went to our doll doll and we built, yeah, first I looked at it, I'm like, hey, this works. Then yeah. I put an FIP onto there. I can't ever post this uh, because it look terrible, but we can talk about the story of it. So, so I, I got that, put an FIP on there by um, Solder Connection, and we're like, fuck, now we need a screen because you need a screen or it drops in. So in our, in our bin, <laughs> in our bin, you see, that's fine. Why can people show liquor and we can't show that, right? So anyways, in our bin, um, we found a... <laughs> faucet and there was a little faucet connector on there like the uh where it has the screens so we actually broke the faucet apart and went to the aerator to get the screen so we took oh. the screen and put it into the dull valve and then we're like okay well this is a great idea right now now we have a choke you know the yeah. valve part has to choke too and oh yeah that was fantastic so it's perfect so, so <laughs> since we had full nuns over there we took, we were like, how do we chop this up? We took a Milwaukee little blade from an everyday carry blade. And we're just like smashing it like into little pieces as we're going. We put it in together and we actually hit it and it blew our minds. And ever since that day, ever since that day, it has been our, uh, the pipe at the shop. <laughs> we put it in a special baggie, it has its own filter. We also put an extra filter in there from another aerator. And we put a cap on it because on the, uh, on the hose bib, you can actually put a cap connection. So yep. when we're done with it, we can actually cap it off so that it doesn't it smell the blade. doesn't it smell amazing. or anything. Amazing. I mean, Ingenuity yeah, and spine it. Yes. <laughs> Service plumbing. Yeah. Figuring stuff out. <laughs> we figured it out. We needed, we had, we had stuff. We had to make a solution for it. We had a problem and we found a solution. And we all had a great. We all had a great, great time, and then we all built, we all built a heating board. You yeah. Know, people don't know. Sometimes he would do things with a couple of drinks, and for us, we'll do a couple of things with being stoned. You know. You know, you know, it's legal. It's legal in most of the states, and it's legal all in Canada. So it is what it is. I've been telling people straight up. I've been trying to write it off. If I buy from BC Cannabis, that's yeah. what I do. I yeah. don't get my receipts now until somebody says something because for me it's just like i don't buy medical myself, i would buy it for people that i go out with it's like buying a drink for them uh yeah. buying liquor as a present so you buy pre-rolls as a present as well yeah. right good so, for golfing good for golfing when you're out golfing you yeah hit one you're having a great time yeah it's, what it is. it's like a beer at the course yeah. Yeah. biggest takeaway from this doll valve <laughs> just the valve <laughs> dude you were talking about that i said i mean if if I didn't represent so much for brands sometimes, it's just like, dude, I would love to sell what I've created as a, <laughs> as a pipe, like a specialty pipe. You know? yeah. Why a, not? Have a little- Have a doll branded here. pipe. <laughs> right? Doll branded. That's, that's the funny part, you know? The funniest part is, why can you be a brand and start selling wine glasses and stuff? Why can't you be a brand that starts, you know, as a gift, you give away just, pipe right because you can smoke anything with a bowl that's a that's a cool cup because you can smoke anything with a pipe it doesn't have to be that kind of herb it could be tobacco i got that 
the nat I got the Navian uh, little drinks with the ice cubes. I did think you actually try the ice cubes. Ice cubes actually work pretty well. Yeah, they did. I did. I'd like to do them with uh, RO water though instead of a regular tap water because they'll be crystal clear. Wow, you're so fancy. I am a little fancy, you know. <laughs> <I'm a> little <laughs> fancy. <laughs> Sometimes I drink with my finger up like that. <laughs> no, but that's a good day. That's a good day. Definitely a great conversation we had today. Uh, other than the Belleville special part, but that's at the end. Patience. That was that was great. I, awesome. I always been talking about that because it it really it's really what I tell my team all the time too, right? It's just like you have to preach to let people know that it's really not more about blaming customers. Yeah. About, and it's about taking that accountability and knowing that you are in control of every expectation people has. People yeah. have, right? Yeah, Jake Keller. <laughs> I always ignore T. <laughs> Especially when he's ramming me with, ramming me with a go-kart in Germany in the back. <laughs> That's it. Thank you everybody so much for watching today. Uh, yeah. If you got back any questions, Thursday. Yeah, we'll be back again the same Thursday. I think our goal is to make like how many? 20? 20 episodes. Maybe we'll start looking at maybe putting them on a, uh, Spotify and get them yeah. a little bit more because we have a few people. We still got to look into that, but me and you are busy as hell. Yeah. We you, are. Almost, you almost forgot about it last I, week and I called you <laughs> 10 minutes. Definitely minutes did. Too, and yeah. I was like, oh no. It's becoming... So. A norm now, so when I set an alarm for it, that I would know, yeah, so I could be ready anytime. So, yeah. I, I think it's fun. No, it yeah. is fun. I, I like it a lot, I, and I like getting everybody else we're, involved. So, this is fun. We're chatting so. for like 30 minutes after we go home anyway, so we might as well chat on here and talk about <laughs> yeah, it. exactly. And sometimes me and you were chatting, and I look at the time, and I'm like, it's been 60 minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I was like, like girl, I'm going to bed, I gotta go, yeah. I gotta go eat dinner, <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, you have a wonderful day. Ross, see you guys next week. Ciao.